Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? All right. So we're ready to move on to the second part of this episode, which is talking about the differences when you go to an event, for instance, some kind of a gathering of people to eat. So not just like family dinner at home, but an actual gathering of people and what the food situation is like at a Portuguese gathering versus an American gathering. American gathering. Right. So like weddings, graduation parties, cookouts, Christmas, Thanksgiving, anything. Yeah. Anything. So what do we want to start off with first? <laughs> I'm what just, party do you want to? <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to put it out there. I went to a Thanksgiving with my American husband and they ran out of turkey. <laughs> there was not enough turkey. You don't even Actually, know what to, you don't even know how to respond to that. You're no, like, because that's never like that's never the case for us. There's always actually because like we have turkey, we have ham, we have like the stuffing. Like it, it's just we have so much food, like an abundance of food. So even if we did run out of turkey, like at least there's like ham or this, we would never. We just would. We would never run out of turkey. <laughs> No, we like we double if you're having like, say you're having 20 people over for Thanksgiving, you're going to cook as if you have 40 people over. They cook more than one turkey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I've my family cooks more than one turkey. Like we have Thanksgiving and there's like, oh, we're going to deep fry one. We're going to put one in the oven. We're going to put another smaller one in the oven. Like they we have three turkeys on the table and you're just yeah. like, guys, I think this was too many turkeys. <laughs> But we've never run out of turkey. No, I can't say we've ever ran out of either like turkey, nothing. Not on the we have so much leftovers. So much leftovers for Thanksgiving. So that's just Yeah. So this I can't even think about none, none, none. We were scraping we were scraping the carcass. <laughs> <laughs> that's like um the scene of um that just reminded me of the scene of uh, National Lampoon's Christmas, uh, Christmas, whatever vacation, and one of the what's her face? I can't think of her name right now, but she makes the turkey, and they're all they are all sitting down at the table, and Car- Clark Griswold getting ready to cut the turkey, and it's just like the plate, <laughs> and they're just trying to like eat off the bone. <laughs> it's like what Melissa was trying to do. Yeah, but I mean, Nunca, Nunca, Naminga Vida. Nunca. Have I run out of food like that at an event? Like the main, di- I mean, it's Thanksgiving and you it's ran like the out main. of turkey. It's like yeah. that's the main thing. And like if you run out of a side, that's a little understandable. Still not something that would happen in our. <laughs> they've, they've run out of sides too. So it's like, one year they ran out of turkey like the next year they run out of like mashed potatoes like the next year they don't have enough rolls like it's just like this just it's just not and they're okay with it yeah they're okay with it like my family would be so embarrassed they would go to great lengths to make sure that they never ran out of anything ever again like they would just be like all right we're gonna double down next year like no they just like they count and they make 
enough for the people that they think are coming and then they would be more one extra person shows up and like the shit goes off the rails yeah or somebody comes somebody comes with a little more appetite (laughs) (laughs) yeah i so not thanksgiving this is i have a wedding that i attended and i went to it was a family wedding so Yes, they were Portuguese. <laughs> so this is when it's a little bit of a shocker. They ran out of food at their wedding. At the and I wedding. Went, at the wedding. Yep. I had a I had on my plate, I had a salad. I ate a little bit of salad and I had French fries. No. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> How do you run out of food at a wedding? That is unheard of. Yeah. So, so explain this to me because wedding, like all the weddings I go to now are like plated meals. So this obviously was not a plated meal. No, this was like a buffet style. Gotcha. Yeah. Buffet style and you went up. So maybe obviously just by the time I went up, there just wasn't any more food. So I have follow-up questions because- Buffets normally like if if like an event is hosted by like a catering company or something like they will keep replacing like, okay, you ran out of the fish tray and they will go and replace with a new fish tray. So was this like a potluck situation or was this like catered and like the catering company effed up? I think it was more of like a potluck, like probably certain people were told what to bring. Like I didn't like I didn't make it like me or my mom, like none of us were told to make a dish, but maybe other people were. And they obviously probably just didn't make enough. <laughs> so I think it was a potluck situation, running out of food. I've never seen that. Never. In a Portuguese setting. No, I same. It was like I was just like, holy shit, what the hell? Like I was like, I and then I remember like leaving the wedding and obviously I was starving so I had to like get fat at that time like so probably like around 10 I had to get fast food I remember like stopping to go get fast food wow and I, was, like, I was starving so like I just had salad and french fries it was dish. <laughs> so <laughs> what did your dad have to say about that he was like, do I go get my card? <laughs> do I go get my card back? <laughs> He's like, oh, if I had known, I would have waited to put my card inside the stupid box. <laughs> That's all he could say. Oh, my God. They get the card. It's like it's been tampered with. Like, it looks like he, like, opened it and, like, resealed it. <laughs> no money in it anymore. <laughs> I know, and that's that was a Portuguese wedding, but more a little more. I say always Americanized. Okay, so I won't say all Americans are like this though, because I went to a Fourth of July party, and thank you, Keith, for the invite. <laughs> he listens to us. Uh, it was a great party, and there was a shit ton of food. I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, this looks like a Portuguese Fourth of July party. There was an array. Food, different kinds of food and obviously there was so much alcohol so i will give them that <laughs> oh the americans they will 
run out of turkey, but they will not run out of alcohol. No. Yeah. <laughs> they won't. In in my family, it's standard practice. Like we buy those foam, like styrofoam takeout containers. Yep. And like people come over for like Christmas and we're like, we have like our stack of styrofoam <laughs> containers sitting on the counter for people to take home with them when they leave. Right. So we had to do that for one of my graduation parties. My mom was like, she was like cooking like three or four days before my actual graduation party. There was just so much food. And we had a big, we had a bunch of those like styrofoam thing, like, you know, the styrofoam plates, because we knew there was just going to be so many, so much leftovers to take. And like, you can't, you can't throw those leftovers out. <laughs> like you want to give, the, you want to give those to people. Like, I remember like going downstairs to my dad's bar and like, just giving plates to the guys at the bar <laughs> and they're just like oh okay so do you think americans will take food from a buffet at an outside event home with them as leftovers because i know the portuguese people do like if you let's say you go to a gathering and it's and it's yeah. at a, it's in a function room and it's catered by the restaurant owners or whatever yep. and they do a buffet there's always going to be like some leftover buffet food yeah they will ask for that can you bag can you box this up for me to take home yes and i also i think the americans will do it too you think so yeah i think so because that's what i'm not sure of i think they would Cause I always grew up thinking that was like taboo. Like you're not supposed to take the food home from the restaurant, like buffet. Like it felt different to me than just like, okay, I ordered a plate. I didn't finish eating my plate and I'm going to take it home. But like, I'm assuming they just have to throw the food away anyway. So why wouldn't they let you take it home if you've paid for it? But right. For the buffet. I would, I don't know. I think Americans maybe would. I don't know. I'm not one, so I'm personally I not one. I would Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'm not personally one to take leftovers home because I'm not a big leftover person. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I get weird with, I'm weird with food. So, and I like, I got a sensitive stomach, so I can't, I can't fuck around with that. So I, I don't bring a lot of leftovers. So I personally won't. I don't know. I feel like some Americans, <laughs> I guess it just depends. Maybe it depends on the type of food it is. Do you think that American like brunch buffets have fish fillets in them? <laughs> no, I feel like American buffet breakfast. Like, like what's a what? Yeah, like what's an American brunch? I feel like it's like a chicken broccoli Alfredo. Yeah, a chicken broccoli the, Alfredo with like the French like, toast. Mm -hmm. Obviously, bacon, eggs. But no fish fillets. No, I don't think you're eating fish at ten in the morning. <laughs> I don't think so. Portuguese, Portuguese events. There is, there fish, is fish fillet. Is in your brunch? Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think of the brunch I went to. That was like um, it was a bridal shower brunch, and it was an American one, and there definitely wasn't fish. But you called it on that pasta broccoli <laughs> you call it on that that's always there yeah we just have like that fish fillet 
that looks like chicken. I'm sorry, it does. <laughs> Have we even talked about carnalanchana? Because that's a that's a classic like Portuguese buffet food, and how dry it is. Oh, so fucking dry. <laughs> like the Sahara Desert, dry. Like, <laughs> like we need to have an open dialogue about this because yeah. I feel like I it's sacrilegious to say that like the Carnalanjana is bad, but like it's always bad. Like it's always dry. Yeah. So basically what Carnalanjana is, <laughs> it's so for our listeners, I don't know, it's like a pork with clams and like potatoes and has like a sauce with it. It's- Thank God. Thank yeah. God it has a little sauce. And, you know, it's supposed to be like rel- relatively, like you look at it, you're like, oh, this looks good, but it's fucking dry. The pork. <laughs> the, the pork, pork is. Is like sawdust. Yeah. Anywhere you go. I'm sorry. I've never had a good one. Like I've no. never had someone make it. That's like, not like that. Like, is that the goal for it to just dry up like a rock? Like, I don't understand. Like you have all this gravy, but like it tastes so dry. That's like one meal my mom makes that she knows my brother like likes. My brother's like not. He's one of he's like he's kind of almost like an American now. (laughs) He's not into a lot of like the Portuguese stuff food wise. So that is like one dish she will make for him. And it's it's all right when she makes it. I just I I only will eat the clam. I, I just I'll pick at the clams and like and I'll have some potatoes. The pork is fucking dry. I can't <laughs> understand. Like it is. It's so dry. Oh. I'm glad we're on the same page of it. We're gonna have to have our listeners tell us like, are there restaurants or places that you've had a non-dry carnalajana? Because I have yet to discover. I mean, I don't even really order it when I go to restaurants anymore. No, I just know. I've had it. I've had it kind of recently, but. It's good. I mean, it's like it's like pizza. Like you can't have like a bad pizza. Like you can't have like it's always good. Yeah, but it's, it's good. Just it's just dry. I would order another extra bowl of sauce <laughs> for that, so I can dip the freaking pork in it. You do like a side gravy boat. Yeah, I'd be like, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's tasty. It's very tasty. Seasoned well. It just it doesn't like stick. Like the seasoning doesn't stick with the pork for some reason. <laughs> The pork just, it, it just hardens and dries up. That's all. Yeah. Just real quick back to like my brother. And when I say he's like, has like the American mentality and it's not really into like a lot of the Portuguese, Portuguese foods. So his idea when he throws a birthday, because he, he has a birthday in the summer. So he always tends to throw, him, like, throw a party or whatever. His mentality is just a couple burgers, hot dogs on the grill and just booze. That's all you need for a party. And like a bag of chips. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you're Portuguese. And in your brain, you think that's all you need for a party? Like you need a couple appetizers and then you, you know, the food, but then you need different kinds. You can't just have burger and hot dogs. Portuguese people are incapable of of making, like, even if they say that they're just doing burgers and hot dogs, because I've, I've been to parties before, like, oh, just come over with we'll some burgers and dogs on the grill. But then you get there and it's not just burgers and dogs. No, they'll say it's just burgers and dogs, but you get there and there's like, oh, you know, well, we'll put some chorizo on and then we'll put just a little bit of chicken and then 
with some corn on the cob. And then like, oh, I made this tray of rice and then I made these boiled potatoes. And then I just like, it just keeps escalating. So for one of these parties, his brain was just like, yeah, mom, just, you know, a couple hot dogs, hamburgers. That's it. So my poor mom, here she is, because he said like, oh, about like maybe 20 people coming over, 15, 20 people. I don't know. So her brain now is just like overload about what she needs to make and all this stuff. So I just remember coming home. I like left work early that day so I could help her because uh, I knew, forget it. I knew my brother was not going to help. <laughs> like it's his party, but he ain't going to do shit for it. I came home. My mom had like a whole octopus, <laughs> like an octopus dish. <laughs> ready bulky y'all ready <laughs> i'm like mom it's like a good cookout nobody wants the octopus <laughs> on a hot summer day in june you should have invited my dad over because that is my dad is like an octopus if, if they have octopus on the menu he's <laughs> having it 10 out of 10 times <laughs> I will give her. I'll give her credit. People did eat it, though. People did. Did eat they? It. Yeah, I was shocked. Oh, were these were these like all Americans, or was it? Portuguese so a lot people? of his friends are uh, Portuguese, and he actually has like a, a Cape Verdean friend, and his family came by. All uh, really great people, and the other ones I actually really love the octopus. Mm. So it's they, just ethnic cultural. I you know, know that's but like an an American, like my husband, looks at that and he's like, "Are you kidding me?" Will your husband eat octopus? Has he ever tried it? No. no. Are you kidding me? It's you like tried a- it, right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think it's good. But like the, because it's in like the ink sauce, right? Yeah. Yep. He's just like, oh, like he thinks it's like the grossest thing. And the fact that it still has like all the little suction cups on it. like And then tentacles. On the tentacles. <laughs> he thinks that's like not acceptable. <laughs> But it's like, it's pretty much calamari, isn't it? Isn't that what they say? That's what it is. Like calamari is. I mean, they're, they're very different. Like one yeah. of them is like <laughs> battered. <laughs> and, and one don't see like the freaking body still t- attached. Yeah. The other one you have like tentacles, like suction cupping <laughs> to your tongue. That is a, that's another good meal with, um, to put your pounds in though. Oh, with the ink sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My dad always orders an octopus meal everywhere he goes in in the Azores. So he because he goes around to restaurants there trying to order it and they only make so much of it. So like they yeah. would, they would the restaurants would run out. So people pre-order the octopus. So like my dad will show up at a restaurant like the restaurant opens at 12 that day. My dad will be the first person waiting at the door when they open at 12. And they'll be like, sorry, Sinud, we're all sold out of octopus. And he's like, I'm the first one here. What do you mean you're all sold out? And he gets so upset because they like pre-order. So then he'll have people coming in after him and getting octopus. And he was like, not happy about that. Oh, damn. I did not know that. Yeah. It's like that. It's It's a hot commodity. Oh, shit. Well, he should have came to my brother's party. <laughs> he would have been, he would have been the only one eating it I know. with his friends. <laughs> but like, he just he couldn't understand. Like, he's like, "How are you sold out?" And then people that are coming in after me after are him. eating octopus. He's like, "I don't understand." Oh man, I feel like they called it in ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they called it, it in ahead. <laughs> exactly. They probably but, called the day before, even probably. 
probably. I don't know what, what they do, but. So something related to kind of like parties and the amount of food that they make. We talked about this with Connie when she came up. We were just having an informal conversation off air with her about this. And she said that like, let's say you're having some friends over for lunch for a cookout. You're in your mind. Those people are not leaving before dinner time and you need to feed them twice. So like you have to feed them lunch, cook out lunch. And then if they hang around long enough, you also need to feed them dinner. Right. So which which my husband thinks is like a wild concept. He cannot understand that. Like every time my mom has a cookout, she's like, oh, like she'll marinate a bunch of food and she'll be like, oh, like we'll put this on the grill now for lunch and then we'll save this for like if people are still around for dinner and we want to put some fresh stuff on the grill for dinner. And he's right. like, he's like, what? Like, what do you mean you're feeding people twice at this party? And I'm like, that's just what and people linger. People will linger around and it'll be dinner time. And they'll be like, oh, let's put some fresh stuff on the grill. You're not gonna tell these people to leave, like, hey, I don't have any more food. You guys gotta get going. Like yeah, I know we're not Swedish, <laughs> but I don't know, like in an American situation that would happen. And like, I guess they would just like order pizza or something for the second wave at dinner. Like, all right, let's, if you guys still want to stick around and you're hungry, let's order some pizzas. But like, right. they wouldn't. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. no, to, um, to me, that just feels so normal. Like, that, okay, that's I'm completely having- normal. I'm having an afternoon party. These people will probably still be here for dinner. So I got to feed them twice. Right. So I don't know if for him, it's like the fact that like we're preparing two meals for these people or if it's like, why are they lingering around from lunch to dinner? Right. I don't know. But to me, that's normal. Yeah. No, like most parties that we go to or we, you know, we have you have like a start time, but like there's never usually no end time. You're not like telling these people what time for them to go home. Like you leave it up to them to decide when they want to go home. <laughs> no. and, and, and we're lingerers. Oh, I've, oh my God. We're such lingerers. Oh my God. Luckily, like when I go to your house, I usually, I'm such a lingerer at your house that I even <laughs> stay over. <laughs> we're just all about good vibes we just want to eat and talk we just want to make sure everyone's being fed there's nothing wrong we're we're just becoming like we're basically becoming our freaking parents oh yeah i'm over the top i'm over the top with food and i have now apparently put it into my husband's brain because we just had my daughter's birthday party we had maybe maybe 35 people 40 Mm -hmm. tops at her birthday party like a month ago or whatever, two months ago, we had plenty of food and we were trying to do something simple. We were trying to just do like a burgers and dogs situation, but of course it, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. It, it escalates as it does, but we had more than enough food. We're making it all like we're, we were making like the hamburgers from scratch. So like we were actually like seasoning them and shaping mm-hmm. hamburgers on our own. Yeah. We had a bunch of hot dogs for the kids and like whatever. We had Cherise, everything. And in like the final hour before the guests started arriving, my husband started to panic. I was there. My mom was there. My dad was there. None of us were panicked about how much food there was. 
Where are the Portuguese ones? My husband was panicking and he was like, I need to go buy more burgers and dogs. And he made this like final last minute trip out to the grocery store and he like doubled it in the final hour. Like he went out and got like exactly the same amount that we already had. He just doubled all the food. You, that we had. Yeah. And you didn't even need it because you already had more than enough. We already had more than enough. And so like we had all everything that he bought extra was like waste like we didn't <laughs> we didn't need any of that and we still had like leftovers from what we had originally and I'm like yeah oh my god I like I've been with him for 13 years like I have infiltrated his brain and he now has this insecurity about running out of food <laughs> I love it he's slowly becoming one of us <laughs> yes or he has already become one of us Oh, absolutely. He's like, I hate, I hate that I did that. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you're stuck with all those hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> oh, I, I still have like a case of 40 hot dogs in my fridge, like leftover. It's like the freaking pudding situation. <laughs> We've never like, whatever parties we've thrown, mostly usually like for my brother because his birthday's in the summer. Mine's is always like in the winter. So I always got shafted. We've never like luckily knock on wood we've never like run out of food and never no. has to do like a mid middle trip to go get food the same thing with like with alcohol we never ran out of it i don't know for us to think like how much we need to like need to buy and make like we're pretty good at doing that <laughs> yeah like we just figure out how many people come in and then you just like we just double it it always works out like, besides the wedding, I've never went to anything and there was never any food. Yeah. Oh, I mean, never. There's always, like, you finish a party, everybody's done eating, and you look at the food and you're like, it doesn't even look like anybody touched any of it. That's how much yeah. is left. It looks like the party hasn't started yet. I did go to a party and there was no b-day birthday cake <laughs> there wasn't enough of it let's just say my mom i bought a giant cake you saw the cake we had it was a cake oh, debacle yeah. you saw Huge. the cake for my daughter's birthday party right mm -hmm. and my mom was so worried that there wasn't going to be enough cake so she was the one who was cutting the slices so she was literally cutting off the like tiniest slivers ever of this cake to give to people because she knew she had to pass out to like 40 people and she didn't think there was going to be enough. And so she cut out like these smallest pieces of cake for everybody. And then there was like three quarters of the cake left <laughs> when she was done. And I was like, so mom, now I have to throw the rest of this cake in the trash. And everybody there was like, why did you give me such a small, like such a small piece? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that cake that you got for your kid was more than enough. It could have fed a hundred people. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was massive. She would have died if she went to the party that I went to, and it was like a small eight-inch round cake. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother would have freaked out. So, to close out this episode, one of the I'll let listeners know one of the things that we've done with our family traditions. So for Christmas dinners my family always does christmas eve and it's we've always just had like a traditional 
Portuguese style meal for Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the like American Thanksgiving, but like with a twist, like Portuguese style. You know, there's like shrimp Mozambique and there's like French fries and just yeah. weird, you know, ribs that my grandmother made, like weird stuff and whatever. Like their yeah, special- Christmas Eve is always just like a random like array of different things. It's like weird stuff. All good yeah, stuff, yeah. but it's like they'll make a weird. turkey, you know, yeah. what I mean? like they'll make a turkey or ham or whatever, and like, but then it's like all these like sh- sh- random Portuguese styles, yeah, like yeah, in, same in the mix. Like, they'll have like the that their special stuffing, what's it called? Schwit. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the meat stuffing. So, whatever, they'll have like all kinds of things. That was like always our traditional meal. And like one year, my cousin and I were like, let's let's like switch it up. Let's do something a little different. So we decided we were going to do cultural themed cuisine meals for yep. each year of Christmas. So like we, you know, like Italian, Mexican, Chinese. So we were we started doing that. And we have this whole list of 25 different cultural cuisines that we want to try working through. And we we cook we make up this whole menu and we cook everything from soup appetizer meal dessert everything is like on theme for this culture that's it i love that you guys do this area and so and so my cousin and i are the ones who who cook it with my husband we'll do like the year we did like a chinese or asian themed we had wonton we made wonton soup we made teriyaki skewers it was like all very difficult stuff to make yeah but we we did it all my cousin like handmade fortune cookies for the dessert because and he, and he put we we always do a yankee swap and you know how you have to like pick numbers at the beginning yeah. of a yankee swap so he put pieces of paper that were numbered in the fortune cookies so that people would have their fortune cookie for dessert and you'd break it open and it would have your number for your placement in the yankee swap like we were we're extra oh that's awesome it's a great tradition this past year, we decided to do breakfast for dinner as our theme. So it wasn't really cultural. And so we did this whole like breakfast spread for Christmas Eve dinner. And every year, all I can think about is like, because we do, we're very extra and we just like go over the top with this stuff. And we always have to stop and be like, what are the Vavos going to think? What are the Vavos <laughs> going to eat? You know what I mean? Like my grandmother, she just got dentures or whatever the heck put in, but she had no teeth for like the past Christmas. Yeah. And so it was like, can Vavo chew what we're making? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a soft option? Is there a soupy soft right. option for Vavo? Or like, what is Vavo going to think when she, because we don't really tell them they don't really like announce it in advance. Like they just show up and they just eat whatever like spread we've made. And I'm like, they're going to show up here thinking like they're getting like a turkey dinner for Christmas. And they're going to be like, surprise, waffle. (laughs) (laughs) So how many years have you been doing it already? Oh, it's been at least like at least five to six years. I think we definitely started it before my daughter was born, I think. So like it's probably been even longer than that. So it's expected now that they know that you like do this they know we do it they don't necessarily know what the theme is 
And what was their first um, reaction the first time you did it? Were they like, where's... We started with like easier stuff. Like I think we might've started with like Italian, which was just like normal, you know, like lasagna and stuff. So like Italian wedding soup, like nobody really, it wasn't too different. Like, yeah. So they didn't really mind the year we went Asian. People were like, this is different. (laughs) (laughs) Then we did, we did like a Mexican themed one. Like we did like a burrito bowl bar thing. So that was really cool. But again, it's like, it's not traditional at all in any way, shape or form. And we have, that's cool though. We've done kind of the, the safer options already. Like we've, we've already worked through like the common cuisines. So now we're getting into like the ones on our list that are like Jewish cuisine and like, (laughs) like German. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna start to get real. It's <laughs> like, gonna start to get real dicey. <laughs> it's gonna get dicey. Like I'm gonna be like Julia Child cooking over there, doing my like French poaching, and I don't even know what. But it's. I love that you guys do it because I would be like terrified to be like, okay, I gotta cook like French food. Like, how? What am I? What am I doing? It's. It's honestly fun for us to come up with the menu. Like we conceptualize the whole menu yeah. and that's super fun. And then executing it is great. We just sit there and like we order my parents around. They're like sous chefs. We're like, all right, I need you to go do this. I need you to run the fryer. I need you to do this. <laughs> Most of the time it's stuff that we haven't ever made before. Like if it's, if we're doing like. And you guys don't pre like pre cook something just to like be like, Hey, this is just my practice run. No, so it's all does game day, all laid game day out. baby. Yeah. <laughs> so if it tastes good, if it doesn't taste good, it's just you got to wait on Christmas Eve to find out. We've been pleasantly surprised. Like, I don't think we've made a bad thing yet. Like everything has been really, really good. Yeah, we go all out. Like we bought like skewers and we we cut meat and skewered like teriyaki beef sticks for the Asian one. Like I it was the whole process. Awesome. I love that you do this. Yeah. So it's just, it's a fu- really fun tradition. It's kind of, it's all cultural related. So that was kind of a cool thing to yeah. talk about. This is why we have a hard time having our Christmas Eve breakfast mornings. <laughs> Cause you, I know you're like, you always have to get back soon so you can start cooking. <laughs> Yeah, so so we have our tradition of we've been doing that for I don't know, 15 years now maybe. I think where, so. Where we our kind of friend group sort of got dispersed after, you know, in college and stuff and after college. So people live in different states, but most people kind of return back to the area for Christmas. So we would do like a Christmas Eve morning breakfast out mm-hmm. where we just go to like the local IHOP or whatever and just kind of just reconvene regroup yeah and see each other and um so for some of us it was the only time we'd see each other all year it was fun to do that but then I started this tradition and it was it became more difficult so I know you're like can we do breakfast at like 7 (laughs) a.m we're like what (laughs) I I gotta get the the the, the skewers in the oven (laughs) um yeah, so it became a little more difficult, but then I think 
we made it so like you would just stop by the house and I would just be like cooking and chopping it as you're yeah. like talking to me. I want to say I think this last Christmas Eve we didn't because it actually was like a snowstorm that day. Because remember, like our friend was trying to get to your house, like to your head to your house, and we got she got stuck. California's made her soft. <laughs> yes, I know, she, I know she listens to this podcast. Uh, but I think the year before that, that's what we ended up doing. We ended up just like going hanging out at your house while you cooked. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys were absolutely no help at all. <laughs> no. I don't think you want me to help you cook. Oh, man. Oh. So I think that what can we think we kind of wrapped it up, right? So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. And also check out our website, which is www.folkandfad.com, F-O-L-K-A-N-D-F-A-D.com. Eventually, we'll have more than just our podcast on there. We're going to kind of build that out, but we're still working on that. So for now, you can check out the podcast page on there. There's a cute little Q&A that we just added with the host. So we just answered a few questions that are kind of fun. And we also added a section where you can submit your own stories. So you can go right on there. And if you have anything that you want us to talk about on our podcast, you can do it through that website. You can also DM us on social media platforms for that as well. The other section that will be coming soon there will be an area where you can request to be a guest on our show. We would love to start hosting guests regularly. I think we finally are feeling like we're ready for that. So as soon as we get that part of the website up and running, we will let folks know that they can submit that request. Um, We may also just be reaching out to folks that we know have already expressed interest to us as well. So all exciting things coming soon. And as a final sign off, I'll just remind you of our social media pages where we're most active, which is our Instagram page. Our handle there is at underscore it's called culture. We let you know when new episodes are available. We post some clip, fun clips and reels there. So that's a fun place. Also on Twitter, we engage in a lot of conversation about our episodes or we kind of pose questions that we want people to weigh in on before we record an episode. So that's pretty fun. The handle on Twitter is at Folk and Fad, F-O-L-K-A-N-D-F-A-D. And just a reminder that our episodes air at 4 a.m. Eastern every Tuesday. We'll see you next week.